Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor escaped. After ditching one crew member in space and stealing another ship, the crew is finally free. Now, all that is left is to stop a war between the Imposition and the Galactic Alliance. What you all about? Don't everyone jump in at once. You're on a spaceship. Well, you're on two spaceships. You know, just flying around through space. I get, oh, yeah. We did decide that we were going to keep both of them. Well, you haven't really decided that necessarily yet, but I mean, you're welcome to. Um, And just to clarify, we can't put that ship into our actual ship. Into, like, it can't, no. It can't on, park in the yes. cargo bay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. This is the nature of the silhouette thing, so you would have to be flying a silhouette larger ship. Yeah. No, but, that's fine. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. All right, so uh, what do we do now? We've gotten free here, and there's still that massive planet-sized ship over there that we probably should do something about, maybe? I mean, we should at least take a look, don't you think? By take a look, do you mean a flyby? Well, we should definitely get get some intel if we're going to be reporting back. I feel like we should have a clear picture. Yes, because I definitely want to know what that is. Also, should we maybe blow up the ship that we just left? Uh, I figured we'd probably do that on our way out because it's going to be a pretty big explosion we don't want to get caught in it and if we need a distraction you know if they see us on this flyby perhaps uh, having a little bit of fireworks would cover our exit smart i mean jyla that's your response to literally every problem and has it failed me i'm still alive you physically cannot die Hush. So you guys doing that flyby? Yeah, I don't know what kind of check you'd want us to make for that. Oh, several. So first of all, someone needs Speaking to... Speaking which, I need to find my dice. <laughs> yes, we are playing a game. Got him. Um, <laughs> so first of all, uh, not Vinny, because this is fiction. Sully, Captain Sully. Nope, not Captain nope, Sully. Not, You're not, not the that. captain. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Well, I guess, that's the one. I guess technically I'm an admiral now, so I guess we need to name a replacement captain, right? <laughs> <laughs> um so anyways admiral captain malcolm llewellyn uh make me a piloting check from the ship combat oh gosh i don't actually have that oh well i, c- I can tell you what it is in like one second this is why people like have physical books in their hands yeah so when i tell you to make a piloting check i don't have to like hurriedly uh, roll plus cool for heroic piloting <laughs> heroic piloting nice that's what it's called in the book i wrote ouch that is a five awesome so now then, as you guys fly haphazardly, why why would you need to be the one flying? You're not in the same ship as the person making the investigation roll. Wait, what? Anyways, you're not in the same ship as as Vi, who's trying to make this investigation check. Oh, I thought we, I thought at the end of the last episode we kind of tethered up, or did we not? I assumed we were. I mean, you didn't specify that. You can have. Oh, okay. Do you want to have? Sorry. Yes, absolutely. At- we need to be back together as a crew. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That fail. That failure of a piloting check does count. Anyways, Mandy, roll me a sharp check. Sharp is the same thing as smart. Man, if we ever do get around to writing this book, that's something we're going to have to put in the notes, like editor's note, sharp and smart are the same thing. Well, in all the documents on the Google Drive, they are now. It's just you guys have printed out character sheets. So, you know. So my, my class's unique ability is... Roll and add smart to know something about a ship. Can yeah. can that be what I am doing? Yeah. Okay, well, I got a seven. Okay, perfect. So as you guys fly past this ship, like I said, it's practically the size of a planet. It is massive in a way that is impossible to almost understand. As you're flying around the back, you can see an area of the ship that is like protected by a force field. And inside, you can see hangars, much like the battle chapel that you've... You can see hangars full of ships, much like the battle chapel that you had been fighting earlier. 
So these would be... Are you saying that we see basically more battle chapels docked on this thing? You see more battle chapels, but what you see is Goliath-class spaceships, which which is what a battle chapel is, that are from every, um, like, sect of space. So you do see stuff from the Imposition... But you also see stuff from the Galactic Alliance and the Council and the Federation. So you see massive vessels from all of those different um, factions in space, all held within this one giant spaceship as like a hangar or a aircraft carrier, spacecraft carrier. Is there a way for me while in the ship um, to be like documenting this? You could be recording it, yeah. Like, not only visually, like, we'll say that you're within looking distance with your peepers, but you also have, like, sensor data you could be recording and stuff. Okay, yeah, that, that I, I want to make sure that we have that somewhere. Yeah. You can assume that you have that from having done the sensing stuff. Perfect. Uh, yeah, this is, um, this is intense. Am I, if I'm reading this right, they could start a war with anyone. And make it seem like anybody. Who who would want to do that? Um, I can think of five people. Well, yeah, that's real helpful, Doc. I mean, literally anyone could want to do that. If do you think? Well, maybe not the Imposition, but do you really think the Council's above not sending someone else's ship to help eradicate one of these other factions? Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't narrow it down. I was hoping to narrow things down. Although, remember what uh what Mister Fury dude said to us that he said he serves a master that. Wants to spread chaos in the galaxy, so it sounds like there's someone else, like some other group. But I don't think it's I don't think these are it's any of the any of the factions we know currently. It's 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 someone else entirely. It seems to me. So who benefits when when any of these factions are at war? That's... I would I would say chaos benefits. And any anytime groups are at war, whoever's making the guns is the one who wins, right? So can I roll a check to? S- no, like the biggest arms dealer in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to like the answer. <laughs> uh, okay. Should I roll it anyway? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely roll it. Okay. That was not to discourage you from making the roll. I'm uh, just imagining, uh, like, uh, I'll make the. You're not going to like the answer, and then she rolls snake eyes. Okay, you die. You, you, your brain implodes from trying to learn that information. <laughs> <laughs> your, your brain melts with the knowledge. I got a 13. I wasted a 13 on this. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, you get to learn a whole bunch of stuff then. Your brain melts with the knowledge. So you remember something about the Guild of Commerce, the faction that you were originally from. They uh they were the biggest traders in the galaxy, so they're kind of like the people that have everything that anyone could ever need. Right. A lot of that is definitely arms. So, you know, the Guild of Commerce does make a lot of money anytime any faction goes to war, and they're also the one that themselves are least likely to go to war. Gotcha. Um, because not trading not being able to trade with them just automatically puts whatever whoever that is at a disadvantage. Right. Guild of Commerce. That being said, you see Guild of Commerce like, I don't know, Space Galleons. Space Galleon, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Nah, not Space Galleon. That's a little too on the nose, but let's just say Galleons um in the what's it called? In the hangar of the Black Chapel. Black Dreadnought. Yeah, Black Dreadnought, sorry. Oh wait. No, I figured out who benefits. It's the Guild of Commerce. Here's my question. Do these people really need to benefit? I mean, they have a planet-sized spaceship. I don't think money is really an object to them. It does seem a little overkill if you're I mean, succeeding th- economically otherwise. I mean, does the Guild of Commerce have something this large? I mean, not to my knowledge, but I've been out of the game for a little bit. And they probably wouldn't have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Keeping this under wraps from everyone would be a hard task for anyone. True. I mean, However, they could have had people assemble a bunch of different parts and then fit them together. I mean, still, you know, the council had one. We had one about those largest, like a, 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 a moon-sized spaceship. And? And, like, people knew about it. It's kind of hard to keep that thing hidden since it's the size of a moon. True. It isn't a moon, mind you, but it's the size of a moon. 
No moon. Got it. Right. Well... One might say that it isn't a moon. I don't know if this necessarily disqualifies the imposition or the Galactic Alliance from firing on Core 5, but it certainly casts some doubt, I would say. Gives another plausible explanation. Yeah, I think uh, I think our best bet here is to take what we what we found back to Core Five, see if we can stop that war, and then get back to headquarters. It, it, once we once we think that they're not going to go to war anymore, but you never know with uh, imposition in the alliance, right? Or alliance and anyone else, or imposition anyone else. We live in a very messed up world. Well, you don't live in a messed up world. You live in a messed up like. Space. I will fight you. <laughs> I knew someone was going to say that immediately after I said "world." And Zach, I wanted to add to your to your joke. St- dang imposition! <laughs> they ruined the imposition. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we gotta stealth our way out of here, back to Core Five. Oh, Core Five's a long way. Did we? How did we? Oh, we're f- we're a long way from home. <laughs> We're not even home. You, you are, but you're not like out of gas. You don't have to like stop at a like a space sit go or anything like that. Well, yeah, but we we like teleported essentially. So, but to get here, we had to. We were like going way faster than our ship can go normally, right? Because we were attached. No, to, not okay. necessarily. Your ship was damaged and was not able to go to, like, that was, like, hyperdrive speed. Right, we were, like, warping along. Yeah, you were just, but your ship can do that. Okay. Yeah, warp speed is warp speed. Yeah, just light light speed. You know, like, a, a smart car can go as fast as a Ferrari. Can it? I don't think so. Let, let us say that a smart car well, can... depend depends on the Ferrari. But, I mean, I guess, I guess, it, I guess his point... I guess his point is that it's not like in orders of magnitude, even if you're comparing like a Ferrari to a smart car, it's not like, yeah, it's not like they're ones going thousands of times faster. They're going relatively the same order of magnitude of speed. So like we can get back. Basically. Yeah. You'll, you'll get back in like five days instead of three or something like that. You know, was it really, how long did it take us to get here from core? Five? I don't, Come I on. don't know. <laughs> I don't have that like written down. I don't have a map. Well, I'm just disappointed in this game. I'm not <laughs> But yeah, so yes, you guys can get back. Sorry, that was the point of that whole uh, aside. So yeah, then we go back to Core 5. Yeah, do we? are we blowing up that battle chapel on our way out? Just as a farewell present? Jai. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just set off the fireworks. Cue the 1812 overture. <laughs> Bring the live cattle onto the stage. Okay, so you guys push the boom boom button as you fly off into hyperspace. So, you know purple what would it be called uh like ether no aura a purple aura is cast around your ship as you zip off through space back towards core five you guys have about five days to kill because that's how far i've decided you are from core five bottle episode at warp no you don't have to sit and talk the whole episode it's fine unless nope we have no the next then it's each episode is going to be a day, so we have the next five episodes to do this no, no, travel. No, no, no. We're doing this like 24. Each episode is real time. It's an hour. You're on board your ship. Is there anything that anyone wants to do before you get there? Like plan what you're going to say to everybody. Um, How damaged is the ship? That's a good question. Okay, so if you refer to the ship combat rules... Yeah, I'm um, not going to open it. Just tell me. Anyway, so your ship is made up of subsystems like the helm, the engine room, the shields, the hard points, the life support in the hull. Um, so right now, the only thing that's damaged really is your hard points. You have less guns than you should have. So, yeah, that's it. So hard points are damaged. Yeah. What about the ship we took over? The ship you took over? I think it's actually totally okay. Yeah, I didn't damage anything in the ship. I just took down the people in it. No, the I think the hull is damaged because she broke the front windshield. She didn't break she the, busted f- out front the front windshield. Yeah. Yeah, she bust out the front windshield to suck the guy out in the space. No, I didn't I didn't do the windshield. I opened the cargo bay door. And yeah, but I, that door's a door. I airlocked myself in the cockpit. Correct. What a cheery term for something that's very horrific. See, I I, I guess I need to change my notes then, because I had written down that she broke the windshield of the, sh- of the ship she was on, sucking her opponent into space. I don't know why. I guess that's what I thought she had done. I was trying really hard to keep that ship intact. So, um, yeah, no, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that ship unless you're going to tell us something that we no, didn't there's, know. No, the only damage is to your ship's hard points right now. <laughs> per the rules for ship damage, I wrote 
after damaging your ship. Okay. So um, the two things I want to fix um, over the five days, most importantly, I want to fix my space, space suit because I know that got damaged to the point where I can't use it anymore. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and then I can just do kind of like work on the general guns and hard points. Okay, cool. Bake me a smart check. Jeez, another seven. Awesome. Um, so you can pick one or the other. Oh, I definitely want my space suit. Okay, cool. Your space suit is repaired, but your guns are still slightly damaged. That's okay. How That's- do you fix your space suit? I want to know all about this. So I kind of imagine that it's um, very uh, Star-Lord. So like you hit something and it... Because it, it, it's mostly... So it's pretty sleek. Yeah, it's pretty sleek. It's mostly like uh, a very brief... Uh, like, or it's like a helmet that gives you very brief, a very brief time to be out in space. Um, so I imagine like when the guy, cause he like hit me, I don't remember how he hit me, but I, I think he like hit the chip that kind of like stores oh, that. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of like really intricate, uh, under like a microscope, Oh yeah, like repairing stuff. Yeah, yeah, putting putting con- reconnecting things and all that. And then I'm going to say that I can't do for flavor. I can't do the um uh I can't work on the guns cuz most of the damage we took is on the outside of the ship. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, and you spent all the time fixing your spacesuit so you couldn't even go outside. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. All right. That's- Everyone else, you guys want to like talk to each other? This this is that moment if you guys want to like do anything. It's a moment of calm. Otherwise, you know, you're just booping out of orbit or whatever. Can we talk to... Uh, oh, I want to do a couple things. I want to... Can I do some research on the black goop stuff again? Uh, Yeah, you can. Like, I want to just, like, see what I can learn about it. Like, now that we have a little bit more knowing that it's, like, a hive mind kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, can I talk to what's-his-face? Yeah, I was, I was just thinking we need to figure out what we're doing with him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, the guy... Yeah, like, we can have a conversation like what we're doing with him, like, or, like, as a crew. That would be a good conversation to have as a crew first before I try to evangelize about the outlaws to him. So that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> Man, I got... I have an embarrassing question. Does you remember his name specifically? Oh, I don't think I even have it written down because that was before we started doing our remote recording. It was in the last episode I edited and I can't remember. Uh, I might have it. Hang on one second. Hey, Cody, but while you're while you're looking up that, I rolled f- smarts for my thing. I, I can, if you can't find it in your notes, I'll look it up real quick and you can uh, deal with everything else. Uh, yeah, look that up. We'll, we'll do everything else and then we'll do that because <laughs> I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. I thought I had it written down. So with an 11. Okay, so what do you already know about the goo? Let's establish that and then we'll go on from there. Oh, what do I know about the goo? I think I, I think I mainly learned that the goo is enough to like sufficient to keep someone alive, but it's like also not like organ organs. Because I, th- I think last time I researched it, I got I got like a seven where it's like, okay, this is like because like I researched the people and I was like, oh, this black goose f- fills them up and that's all I know. And then I also kind of figured out through cause and effect that um the goo is like a transmitter to like other goo. Gotcha. Yeah. So here's the stuff that I have is that um just in terms of the the weird the weird dead imposition dudes as I have it written down that they appeared to be like engineered like bioengineered and that some of the organs are larger than they should be and then at one point we also saw one of we saw the one of the the like the dude that was hacked apart reanimated and talked to us seemingly controlled by someone else um okay cool so zach some of the experiments that you run you know you're like moving this substance between test tubes and different containers and one thing you notice about it is that it holds its shape longer than it should be able to given any of its properties which is to say you know how like a muscle can move itself like if given like i guess it for muscles it's an electric impulse right that makes your muscles contract and expand this is a liquid but it kind of expresses some of those characteristics that a muscle has like it can move contrary to gravity right so normally a liquid would just water runs downhill right it always goes to it just pools at the bottom of gravity until it can't go anywhere else this doesn't always do that it kind of does but it does it inconsistently and slower than what it should so it can retain shape and 
exercise some amount of will so it can move. Um, and this is without any stimulus to it. Um, the other thing that you notice is that it does respond to sound and light, which implies that in some way it can see in here. If you clap near it, it moves. If you shine a light on it, it reacts. So it's kind of alive then still. Well, um, it's not reproducing and it, well, I don't know if I want to say that it's carbon based. What are the other, it doesn't need oxygen. It's anaerobic. That's another thing it needs to be to be alive, right? Yeah, but I mean like, but it, like, so is it like, but if I'm not adding stimuli to it, it's not like, it's not like just a, f like a piece of muscle. Like if it's like reacting more so. It reacts to stuff, but it doesn't seem to be trying to do anything if you leave it alone. Okay. Um, let me think. I think that's about all I want to say. That's quite a lot of information, I think. It can respond to light and sound. You already know that it is in some way linked to something else. So it is in some way hive mindy. You've experienced that already. And yeah, and it can move. So do you guys ever have the issue as a game master where you want to ask a kind of pointed question, but asking the question then kind of implies that some action should be taken? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's a pile of this stuff that, like, last I know was in your hallway, basically, and you saw it animate. So do you want to do anything with it? Like, what do we want to specify you guys as a crew want to do with the goop. I think we probably spaced most of it, but I kept some samples. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Is, is what, I, what I'd probably say we would have done. No, that's yeah. fine. I, yeah, I figured we would have cleaned that up, but kept some of it as more evidence. I, I like that. And by clean up, you mean we spaced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have his name. Okay, what's his name? It's Lieutenant Lucius, and he goes by Lucy sometimes. I knew that. Knew that. I knew that. I think I had that written down, actually. But I think Lucy was just you in character being... Um, <laughs> you mean sometimes when I talk in character, I say things that I regret later on? Yes. I don't believe that. Like you're afraid of bows? <laughs> I don't regret that at all. Okay, so before we have our scene with uh, Lucius, does anyone else want to do anything? Are we meet Are we talking with each other before we have a scene with Lucius? You definitely can. You have five days. Well, the, the, I, this was, I was asking the other party members if that's what we want to do or if we're just going straight into the scene with Lucius. I think we might, we might want to talk about it beforehand to kind of get an idea of what, what we're planning to talk to him about. I agree. So I feel like I feel like at some point, like once we kind of get the ship cleaned up, uh, we probably go to like the bridge for a team meeting considering uh, Lucius is in one of our other rooms, I'm not sure where. Some closet. Yeah one one of our uh, one of our not necessarily numbered rooms. <laughs> At one point we said conference room, so I yeah he's somewhere right. <laughs> he's somewhere in the ship. All right, Doc, you uh, called us here. I thought Admiral Captain Malcolm Llewellyn called us here. Oh my bad. <laughs> You're the one that said you wanted to do this. You also <laughs> said you wanted to do it. I actually called this meeting. <laughs> You all called the meeting. <laughs> all of a sudden you hear Lucius pop up on our thing. I called this meeting. <laughs> I figure. I thought this was like our normal debriefing thing. I mean, if it's not, I'll totally just go grab a sandwich. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's let's say that we, we have a normal debriefing session that we always have. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So uh, what are we going to do about Lucy over there? Yeah. He's kind of been on our ship for a while now. Not really sure what we should do with him. Has anyone given him food? I, I, I've been I've been taking care of him. Okay. I, I assume we have. Like, let, let, let's say we have. I don't want to go through like, oh, he's dead because we didn't feed him. Okay. No. He is your space Chia Pet and you all forgot. Not Chia <laughs> Pet. He is your space Tamagotchi and you all forgot about him. Now he is covered in poop and ran away. But no, don't worry. We just All we have to do is turn it back on and it's fine. We'll just restart. Yeah, just take the batteries out and put them back in. Be fine. Try turning it off and on again. <laughs> You're right. You know, you could do that to him because he does have power armor. Yeah, thanks, God. Sorry, I should stop interrupting when you guys are talking. That's that's bad of me. He just wants to feel like he's a part of everything. So uh, I don't know if we can just let him go because, I mean, he, he, he might try to come after us again or might go back to the imposition and tell, and tell him what we're doing, where we are kind of thing. Maybe we could use him as... A borrowing ship, or a show of good faith to the imposition, 
after we report back and try to stop this war. Or we could just give him to the Galactic Alliance. Or... Yeah, because you know you know they'll treat him well. Well, I mean, if they don't want to start an incident, they might have to. Uh, we don't even know that the imposition knows he still exists because he was on like a was a little strike force to try to get our ship back. So they might even think he's dead already. He was on a uh, he was on a suicide mission. I don't think they care if he's dead or not. We could always uh, see if he wants to join the outlaws. I mean, yeah, if he's been that neglected by his own. Folks, maybe you'll want to. I mean, we all we all join the outlaws for some reason or another. Yeah, we'd always we could always ask him, and not not that I'm advocating this option, but uh, I mean, we could always just space him. I, I don't. I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying that is an option. I feel like that's probably our last option. I vote against that option. Yeah, I mean, I I think I agree. I just wanted to put it out there. So, uh, nose goes uninvited him <laughs> to the outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> it's me, isn't it? I wasn't watching the video, and I looked. I was like, oh, "For shoot. everyone listening to the podcast, you're ca- you're we did nose goes. You, we did nose goes, and Captain Malcolm Llewellyn lost. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I like inviting him into the outlaws. I think that's a great plan. A what's plan B? Uh, I think plan B would be return him to the imposition. Is my vote? Oh, we could give him to what's his face, uh, Nard, Narn, Norn, Nard. You think I named a character <laughs> Nard? Nard. When you cast back into your memories, you thought I named my character Nard. Norn. I mean, it's not. It's not Norn. beneath you. Great. Yeah. It's it's Norn. That's not that far off. It is very different. Well, because the Norns are like prophetic beings in North mythology, and Nards are what. <laughs> Hanging below, gentlemen. Completely different. Lay Magistrate <laughs> Norn is his name. Lay, Lay Magistrate Nard now. Oh, I like that character. <laughs> it's all going to be my head. We could, we could give him to Norn. He's in position. He didn't seem so bad. He could take care of him. Yeah, I mean, that still leaves us with the situation of explaining why we even have him in the first place. They attacked us. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't think we have to. They attacked us. We took him prisoner. Here you go. Yeah, I don't think we have to get real creative with it. Okay, sure. And I guess I go... Go to talk to Lucy. I mean, we can go with you. Are we, are we all going together? Yeah, oh, okay. I think we're all going. Yeah. You just have to take the lead. Right, we're coming to talk to you. Oh, you're coming to talk to me? Sorry, <laughs> I honestly started doing something else while you guys were having that conversation. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm sorry. Are you guys walking in the room to talk to uh, Lieutenant Luci- Lu- Lucius? Yes. 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 Good evening, and welcome to my kingdom. You see, in your absence, I have conquered this land. He lifts his hands up that have been chained to the table. They cannot go very high. I started with the defensive on the pepper, and I was victorious, and they yielded. The salt soon followed, but the mayonnaise is out of reach, and he struggles to reach a can of mayonnaise that you left on the table. I I casually walk over and just, like, like... scooted a little closer to him so he could reach it. Yes! I have conquered mayonnaise. Now, what can I do for you much larger condiments? Oh, boy. So, uh, uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Lucius, uh, we're not really sure what we, what we're gonna do with you here, because... That is fine. My name is not Lieutenant Lucius. I am the Grand Commander of the Kitchen. Okay, Grand Commander. Sure. All right. Of the Kitchen. Of, of the kitchen. All right, Grand Commander of the kitchen. Got it. Um, so we're not. We don't want to kill you. We don't really have a reason to kill you right now. I'm sorry. Wait. But... Time out. <laughs> what a way to lead into this, though. No, look. I am a member of the Imposition, and I believe I have spent the last two weeks, I think, conquering a mayonnaise jar because you left me chained to a table. Now I respect that. I am a prisoner, but. Did you lead off with this conversation with I don't want to kill you? Because that is not diplomatic, and I feel unsafe. <laughs> I mean, you felt safe sitting here? For whatever. Okay, never mind. Whatever. So we we were talking about, we were thinking maybe you could, uh, if you're interested, we, you could join the outlaws with us. Like, sinners! What was that there? I said sinners. I just said it with more gusto. Okay. I mean, you. it sounded like from what we talked to you before, it sounded like you weren't, like, imposition hadn't treated you super great. So outlaws would treat you, would treat you pretty nice. He kind of, like, looks conf- confusedly at his, like, half metal, half human skinned arm. You know, well, like, you know what I mean? He's, like, grown into his armor, basically. And he's like, 
Well, they did give me this wicked suit of power armor, but now I can never sleep and I hear a ringing in my ears all the time. That doesn't sound like fun at all. Did you know I can only see red? That would make that would make sense why Imposition are so angry. I could probably fix that. The voices talk. Can I, like, get into his power armor and see if there's, like, a switch I can flip? <laughs> So the ringing stops. Stop, a little more cyan and yellow. <laughs> it's like a printer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can try. You can try to make his his vision not like Terminator vision and and, and like stop the ringing. Yeah, and stop the constant ringing. Sure. Uh, what would I add to that? Smart. Yeah, probably smart. Okay, well that's an eleven. Wow. Okay, so you do both of those things with no side effect. He doesn't even accidentally elbow you in the face. <laughs> Great humanitarian work. I tried. I bet I bet the imposition doesn't even offer you good dental, and the outlaws have pretty good dental. My teeth are made of metal, and oh, how the voices have stopped! Sweet angel of the noises! <laughs> that was clumsily worded. Sweet angel of the voices! You made them silent, and all the colors of... Gray? Is your <laughs> ship just gray? There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray. Yeah, I mean, mostly. You don't know what the color of your own... Your own ships? They've always been red. Everything's always been red. This is magnificent. Yeah, they make pretty shoddy armor sometimes. No, I think I think this is fully intentional. Well, nah, okay, here's something I'm struggling with. If all the this is a very psychological question, uh, like I'm sure I'm equipped to answer it. If all you've ever seen is red, how do you know what gray is? What? If all you've ever seen is red, how do you know what gray is? I was not born in a suit of nightmare armor. <laughs> you know, people in big suits of armor don't have children. I was born like a normal guy, and then they they put me in this. That sounds terrible. It. I mean, look, a lot of people just die, just straight up die in the process. You know, that's how they make sure that I am strong, and then they, you know, launch me in a ship to, you know, blow it up with my. Sword from the inside. Die. I have a hard life. Are, are, are you happy doing that? What? What's happiness? Oh, great. I was born and instantly strangled a giant rat. That is my first memory. Well, Why you might you... be able to use some of those skills as an outlaw. What do you think my resume will be viable? I'm just saying, I think you could be a valuable addition. To the outlaws. I mean, the outlaws come from from all over. There, there's all kinds of histories in, among the outlaws. If you're worried about your resume, remember we have someone who thinks the word "exploded" is a real word in this crew. "Exploded" is a real word. It's in my job description. That is wrong on both ends. <laughs> you forgot the beginning and the end of that word. <laughs> I think you mean exploding, not splodin. Yeah, splodin. I think you missed some of the middle. How many apostrophes did you just say? I mean, you understand what she's saying, though, so what does it matter? There is an art to language, sir. Why do you think I talk like this? Because it comes naturally. Nay. Anyways, at some point, someone's going to have to make some kind of like, uh, what's it called? Probably like grease the wheels roll to try to convince him to join the imposition. So, you know, make that roll and then we'll decide how bad the conversation goes. Can I make a help roll? Would yeah, you get a plus one for Mandy being a good person. So is it me making the roll, I assume, since I was the lead on it? I think that you've probably got the most charm out of all of us, honestly. Right. Yeah. You said I get a plus one? You get a plus one from me. So I'm, I'm making the roll on this since I was the lead. Do it. Yeah. All right. That is a five again. No. I rolled the exact same thing as before. I can't roll anything today. Did you add my one? I did. Did you add a one? I On the dice, I rolled a three. No. Plus my one charm, plus the one health. Oof, that is bad. <laughs> yeah, I just can't roll anything right now. Okay, so here's the deal. You don't convince him, and now we're going to act that out. So make your pitch. I'm sad, though. I want him to be our friend. I mean, you don't have to be his enemy. You don't have to, like, take him out back and shoot him like old Yeller, you know? Is that what happens to old Yeller? He doesn't have rabies, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I've never read old Yeller. Have you guys... Do you guys seriously not know the story of old Yeller? He gets rabies and the kid has to shoot his dog in the face. Oh. I mean, I know the dog dies. I just didn't know it was that terrible. No, it's about the little boy having to learn about the responsibility of shooting your dog right in the mouth. Oh, Here's the thing that I've learned... If there's what? A, it's foaming at the mouth, and then he has to shoot if, him in the head. If there's a children's book about a boy and his dog, the dog is dead. Always. Yeah. Like, Where the Red Fern Grows. Yeah, and Clifford. 
<laughs> took a turn. Really got dark. I high-fived myself for that joke. Also, Mandy is mouthing editing at me, so I think she wants us to move on. So, Vinny, give me your sales pitch. All right, I'm trying to think of how to make this a terrible sales pitch. <laughs> uh, since I rolled so bad. Give me a sec. Oh, I have an idea if you can't come up with something. Okay, yeah, what are, you, what are you thinking? Okay, so he's grandmaster of the kitchen, right? You could say, clearly with all your skills, you should be a chef. Okay, yeah, I, I like that Well, one. okay, now, here's the thing. Per our rules, Vinny, you failed at getting him to join the imposition. Yeah. Or not the imposition, the outlaws. If Vi wants to try to convince him to become the master of food, she can make a roll and try to do that. But that's on okay. her. Okay. Well. Okay. I. I think I have an idea of what I want to do. Okay. Go for I it. I mean, so you could like, if you join the outlaws, you could like, it'd be a lot of fun, right? You'd be able to fly around the galaxy and do do kind of whatever you want, man. The only joy I have ever known in my life was the moment my ears stopped shrieking and my vision cleared from being a constant red strobe light. All I see in the Outlaws is an organization that wants to use my ability to crush skulls as if they were eggs and smear the yolks around of their enemies. I am more than a yolk-making, egg-crushing machine. Gross. Wait, then how would you describe what the imposition has you doing? Oh, the same thing, but that's my point. For me, they are the same. All I am is this armor that I can never take off. I'm trapped in a cage that is my body. He says that he starts, like, kind of crying a little bit. He's had a rough couple days. Maybe two weeks. Have, have you ever thought that maybe you could be a chef? Yeah, just just go ahead and roll me those <laughs> yeah. dice. So what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 10. <laughs> what is a chef? It's a master of the kitchen. Well, in that case, when I introduced myself before and I said I was the grand master of the kitchen, what I meant was I was the grand chef of the kitchen. Can you Can you make any food? I don't know. Okay. I've never tried. All I've ever known are these nightmare gauntlets. Well, I can tell you a hint. First off, don't mix the salt and pepper and mayonnaise. (laughs) I would say he gets out a notebook and starts to record notes, but he doesn't because I don't know where he would get a notebook from. Yes, wisdom. Don't mix salt, pepper, and mayonnaise. Although, Caitlin, you're wrong about that. Those three things together are actually a perfectly viable combination. I guess, yeah. You could make a good dressing with that. But that's fine. He's never going to make salad dressing. It's okay. Who needs salad anyway? I mean, it's kind of like garbage. So, what else can I learn about kitchen? Can I just, like, hand him a cookbook? Do you have a cookbook? Why wouldn't we have a cookbook? A physical cookbook? No, I'm sure we can, like, we have, I'm sure we have some kind of, like, data pad that we can download one from our computer. I'm sure we have some kind of library of resources, right? What's, like, the easiest thing he could make? Pasta. Spaghetti. (laughs) Gotta find a spaghetti recipe. Okay, so you hand him a spaghetti recipe. Are you you just telling him to cook this spaghetti recipe? I'm gonna be like, well, how about you try this and we'll give it a trial run. I will achieve this totally. You, you hand him a recipe for spaghetti and he starts to like read the recipe and he's like, one canned tomato sauce. And then he like gets on a different tablet and s- types into like a space search tomato sauce and then reads what tomato sauce is because he's only ever eaten like protein slurry. <laughs> we're going to we're going to awaken a just creative outlet of cooking for him so anyways he's just like pottering around the kitchen now like humming to himself like do 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 and as he's like putting down pans he's like snapping their handles off because he's too strong but he's trying and he seems like he's having a good time perfect (laughs) at one point he leans over to one of you and goes can you smell this describe it to me uh Kind of leafy? Beautiful leaves I have never smelled. And he goes back to cooking. You guys now have an onboard chef. He's a crazy power armor murder bot that cooks on board your ship. <laughs> I'm so happy. You can add the subsystem to your ship. Your ship. Auto cook? Yeah. I mean, he's a person. Well, eh. <laughs> that's debatable. 
Depends wow. who you ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Four out of five factions don't consider him a person. <laughs> All right. So now what you what what you fellers up to? Yeah, I can't think of anything else I would do. Does anyone else want to do anything before we get to where we're going? I don't think so. Great. You get to where you're going and you drop out of warp. We're going to call it hyperflux from now on. Hyperflux speed. Anyways, you drop out of hyperflux. Hey, Cody, you know when you talk about like just making up words is b- bad world building? and it, it almost seems like this is being done slightly satirically. So you guys are in orbit around core five and you have to request docking. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this part. Well, Admiral Captain... You're up. I mean, I, I assume, are they going to call us, like, when we approach the planet, I assume? I don't know. How did they do it before? I don't remember. They're not very proactive. Okay. I guess we we hail the space elevator thingy. Hello? Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, we're requesting to dock. What's your purpose for your visit? Uh, business. Can you offer more detail than business? I mean, not, not really. We have business with the... With the Acceptable. All right, we'll let you down. Parking lot seven. Security at your own risk. Always lock your spaceships. All right, thank you. The imposition, I mean, the Galactic Alliance is always happy to help. And the line goes dead. All right, thank you, Roz. Okay, so you guys go aboard the gravity elevator, which lowers your ship safely to the surface of the planet through the heavy burning atmosphere. Once on the ground, you see a city that is being slowly rebuilt. The, um, what's it called? Sorry. The docking, the city that grew up around the docks is slowly being put back together from its attack, which happened only a few days ago. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, I mean, I think we need to go find, I can't remember his name, the commander of this place. Governor? Right. Yeah. I, well, actually, I, I think we should find both of them at some point. And give them what we have. Okay, so you got two Rex. folks. Yeah. So the the two people that you have are lay magistrate Norn. He is like the last nobleman from the imposition that got left on the planet. He runs like the day-to-day operations. Like he's basically in charge because everyone knows him as authority. Even though he's not legally in charge. Legally, who's in charge is Commander Rex Lancer. He was the one that was at a like a hollow brothel when you guys found him. And he's the one that's just like death to all imposition. Like he he just wants an excuse for a battle. So I think we should should we split up and do the same people that we did before. So like Jyla and uh Sully go see Norn and then uh Vi and Malcolm go see Rex. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Unless you don't want us to split up, Cody. No, uh, no. I mean, that's that's fine. Do we want to do these at the same time like we did before? Or do we want to go like one and then the other? We can do like one and then the other. That's fine. Well, I was thinking also as a group, because I, I was actually thinking that we might want to talk to Norn first. I think he would be more receptive of the information. That's true. Okay. And actually, maybe we don't even need to split up at that point. What, what do you guys think? Or do you think we should just go... With with who are fam- with who he's familiar with. I, I think it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, let's just say you guys, all of you, go to talk to everybody. So if anyone wants to jump in, you can. That's fine. Rather than being like talking on comms and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you approach the main like capital imposition building on Core Five. It is again massive and gothic and ornate. You push through the main front doors and are met by a enormous empty like. Uh, meeting hall you know what i mean like a court like an old school when there was a king and his court okay um that kind of room it is completely empty but on the end in like a little office in the right you can see some light coming through a door okay i also want to specify real quick that i'm not wearing my alliance uniform thing right now okay sounds good sounds like a good clarification to make yeah so we walk all the way down to the end. I think none of us are talking either. It's like that awkward, just like clap, 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 yeah. clap. You're like one of us is wearing flip flops. It's very echoey. Is this different than what it was before, or is this is the same? Same. Okay, I just didn't remember. Yeah. So eventually, we get to the end, and Jyla pokes her head through the doorway to see Lay Magistrate Norn. Hey. He's like. Sitting and kind of sweatily scribbling on a piece of paper. He looks up and goes, 
did you make an appointment? A little little bureaucracy joke. Go ahead and come, come on in and sit down. Uh, uh, it was, that was funny, Norn. Uh, good joke, lay magistrate Norn. We are back. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's not a good joke. I understand. What can I do for you? As you can imagine, I'm busy trying to not go to war with the Galactic Alliance. We have come bringing evidence that it is not you or the Galactic Alliance fighting this war. Oh, hey. Well, funny thing. So... One, I guessed that whatever was attacking us at the moment wasn't the Galactic Alliance, so you got me agreeing with you there. So, you know, we see eye to eye on this one. Do you think there's any way you could get Rex off my back? He called me the other day and just said he was going to come shoot me in the face. I don't know why. He said he was kidnapped. He said he was beaten in the streets. He seemed very upset, and he seemed to think it was my fault. Uh, nope, no idea what that would be about. All right, right. I, that would be our, that would be our friends, right? Didn't they kidnap him? I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. We don't have friends. No. What do you mean? They're, they're no right friends. Out, they're, I didn't ask you if you knew what it was about, but yeah, they're they're right they're Jyla. They're right outside the door. You know, you know, Admiral Captain Lou Allen. Do you mean these two here? Wait, hang on. No, nope, no friends. No friends here. I mean. I, I, Did I, you guys <laughs> wait outside of a hollow brothel and jump Commander Rex? Wait, Lex, Rex, shoot. His name's confusing. Did you did you jump him? Did you, like, accost him while he was leaving a thing? That sounds exactly like what they did, right? No, no we, uh... I wouldn't say accost. I, I would say we, we just, we talked with him. Okay. He was very drunk. He wouldn't, I don't think he remembers correctly. Now, look, I think it's hilarious. I'm a fan all that needs to happen is I need to not be blamed for it. Other than that, we're square, man. I got three guys that report to me. One of them died. So, you know what I mean? I can't go to war with anything other than this desk. So, you got. I'm not going to start a war, but you got to convince him and he's nuts. Yeah, that's going to be a, an uphill battle there. Um, but I mean, we can still give you, give you a copy of the information we found. That way, at least you have... I mean, at least you can know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, is is it going to attack again? I guess that's a big thing. Hopefully, no. We should have taken care of at least the strike force that has been attacking here. Well, hey, you know what? That makes you great in my book. Congratulations. You're very popular with the least important person in the imposition. Are you sure? You have one friend in the imposition. It's your old pal, Lay Magistrate Norn, in charge of a planet... That is not under the control of the imposition. I think you are not the least important person, lay magistrate Norn. You're not being sent on a suicide mission. Oh, those guys? Well, I mean, they're kind of revered as heroes. They are nuts, though. Did you know that the imposition makes their armor only see red and there's a constant ringing in their ears? Brutal stuff. Sounds awful. Yeah, right? Pretty bad. Sounds like that's something that could be easily fixed, right? It could, yeah, it's just it's an on-off switch, yeah, totally. They just don't know about it. <laughs> I like the idea that it's, like, in reach for them, too. They're just never told about it. No, I, I'm imagining um, from Portal 2 where they, like, Wheatley is like, they told me if I ever turned on my flashlight, I would die. And it's one of those things where, like, they're convinced that it's it's extremely dangerous to flip this switch. I imagined it was, like, like there's, like, a hole in their armor that is finger-sized that has, like, a little switch but their fingers are too big because they're stuck in power armor. So they, they're they just like pawing at it like a dog trying to open a door. This is getting like funny and tragic. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, man, you go jump him outside of another hollow brothel and get him off my back. And we're all good. Core 5 lives another day. All right, well, we'll do what we can. I appreciate that. Do we like group hug now? High five? What? No, we just walk away. Okay, bye. Now, there's a side door. You don't have to walk all the way. There's a side door. We don't use that door anymore. Okay, bye. We definitely walk all the way down the hallway. <laughs> As we're walking out, I'm like, okay, so now lay magistrate Norn said we should jump him. So I'm thinking we, we jump the guy outside the hollow brothel and let him know that we're jumping him for lay magistrate Norn this time, but not the <laughs> first time. And that will clear everything up, right? I, I'm not really sure that's how that works. Depends on how drunk he is. And in, in, in my experience, uh, Commander Lancer is not a very uh, rational man. He, I mean, when we found him last time, he was so drunk he couldn't even like barely walk straight. Ugh, sounds like a pleasant chap. And so at this point, I'm actually I am gonna 
don my captain's outfit. I, I'm guessing, I'm just like saying I like have it on me somehow, like, and I can put it on whenever. I don't know how you want to do with that. Yeah, you, you, can, you, you can find a phone booth and, you know. <laughs> Superman it. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you just have tearaway pants and underneath <laughs> of that is always your captain's uniform. <laughs> is it kind of like those jokes with sunglasses where he takes off a pair of sunglasses and there's another pair of sunglasses? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much that. He takes off his captain's uniform and there's just another captain's uniform. Okay, so where are you guys going to try to find Commander Rick's Lancer? The brothel. I mean, we'll try going to his office first like last time, just on the off chance he's actually there, even though it's unlikely. Okay, so you walk up to this iPad-looking building. Um, you know, there's a desk at the front manned by some very, uh, official looking young men who are like, you know, receptionists. What happened to the young lady or the That's lady? That's the secretary. Oh, okay. You can't just walk right up to a secretary. I thought we did last time. Well, you, we definitely did last time. I thought time. you stealthed. Didn't you no. stealth? Oh, you walk up to a secretary. Yeah, because we were we came in like all official-like because I'm wearing a uniform. Oh, okay. You guys come in all official-like and you walk right up to a secretary like you did last time. Hello, I haven't seen you in a... What, that was her voice? Yeah, I know it was. It just still cracks me up. <laughs> Who are your new friends? I like your translucent goop body. I'm humanoid. Like, I'm not goop. You you guys realize Yeah, that. but you're see-through. Aren't you all, like, floaty and, like... No. If I poked you, wouldn't you be goopy? No. I know you're human-shaped, but if I poked your body... No. My would it not be, like, bloop? My 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 body's solid. Oh, solid. <laughs> I thought you were like semi incorporeal. I thought you were like no. a human shaped amoeba. He's not incorporeal or anything. No, I'm like I'm like a human, except my skin is blue and has like purple patterns that move on it. I like your shifting purple patterns. Thank you. I don't get that as often as you'd think. You're welcome. I'm sure you get it all the time. Have you seen a picture of my babies? I have not. Are they she pulls out a picture of what is like definitely a cat with a really bad costume stuck on it that's meant to make it look like an alien cat. So, original Star Trek. This one's name is Space Mittens. This one's name is Tufty. They do not get along, and I love them both. Anyways, what can I do for you, friends? Uh, so, uh, we're, we're here to see uh, Commander Lancer again, if he's available. I mean, look, we talked about this last time, right? He is... He's not here. I I, I, I figured, but I figured... I, I, He's seeking company from virtual women. Uh, okay, yeah, we, we get it. I just... I thought it'd be... In a brothel! I thought we should probably try the... We should try to f- try the official channel first, just in case, but okay, thank you. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what. What I'll do is I'll send him a memo that says he was visited by a guy with floaty purple skin and three other people. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's necessary. All right, well, thank you. And we head out. Have a nice day! Yeah, you too. And we head back to the hollow brothel district and do what we did last time and just kind of camp just wait <laughs> are you just gonna wait for him again yeah would you prefer us to bust into the hollow brothel <laughs> yeah because that going into the hollow brothel didn't really work all that well and so we're just like yeah we'll just wait for him okay that worked cool you wait you wait a couple hours that's about how long it takes him wow that's some stamina <laughs> yeah, i know like if, if he went with real women he'd be such a hit i mean he has to sweet talk the virtual ladies Anyways, he gets thrown out the door and kind of tumbles onto the street and turns around and is like, Yo, you're under arrest from me, Commander Rex Lancer of the Galactic Imposition. That's what I'm in charge of. And then he turns around and goes, Not you again! I surrender! And falls on the ground. Yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> Cody, you said the Galactic Imposition, you know, right? I didn't say the Galactic Imposition. The character who I was trying to imply was incoherent, said the Galactic Imposition. Yeah, I, I got what he was doing. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So he's just like on the ground now, but he's kind of trying to get up and it's it's not going well. I go over and like help him up. Like not like grab his hand. Like I, I like actually, not like grabbing him by the scruff, but like I kind of, I kind of, somewhat forcefully like help him do his feet you help him do his feet he sees that you are in a uniform and salutes and goes thank you sir yeah commander rex lancer reported so you remember me from uh a few days ago a week week or so ago right we we talked um no but that's cool what's up what can i do for you sir 
Do you outrank me? What? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a captain. Can you not see the insignia here? And I'm a commander. I'm unclear on which one's higher. Anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a yeah, it's a little unclear since I mean, I have my own ship and you have this place. So I, let's let's talk on equal footing here. How about that? I like that. My name is Rex Lancer. So I'm uh, my name is uh, Malcolm Llewellyn. That's nice name. What can I do for you, Malcolm Llewellyn, Sir Captain? So we uh, we spoke about a week ago about uh, about stuff that's going on on here on on Core Five about the right before the attack. Yeah, I won that attack. With my bare hands. Congratulations. I wasn't here. I was at my post, fighting with my bare hands. Okay. Um, yeah, so we we have evidence that it wasn't the imposition that was attacking. That's impossible. I have evidence that it was. I looked at them, and they looked like they were from the imposition. Yeah, we have a little more compelling information than that. We pull out the little drawer, the little video droid drone. Cool. You play him a clip. Roll, roll me a uh, grease the wheels. I think is what we call is that it. That charm, I think it was. <sighs> grease the wheels. Is yeah, and grease. you can roll me a plus one for that sick recording you have. Yay! I still didn't roll well, but it is a seven. Okay, here's the deal. That evidence looks somewhat compelling. That there's an evil black ship that has other ships inside of it. It looks like they might not just be the imposition. It also looks like it might not be their fault. But here's the deal. I want off this planet. I don't want to be here anymore. This is the worst place ever. How's about this? I am going to try to go to war. You court-martial me. Bring me back with you. They'll send someone else. I don't care who runs this place. It just can't be me. All right? That's the deal. I just have to not run this place. Otherwise, I'm going to war with the imposition. That's the options. Let me think about this for a sec. <laughs> he just kind of like wanders off and just starts kicking things going like, hate this rock. I hate this signpost. I hate this seat. Uh, Captain, we could just give him our spare ship. Do we, do we want to give that up though? I mean, I guess. I mean, I feel like doing favors for people might, if we were playing a narrative game, might come back around to help us out later on. Yeah, I, I, suppose, I suppose you're right. Yeah. And Norn would probably get declared officially head of the place, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I doubt that. I feel like... He's running it anyway. Yeah, I mean, you don't know the alliance like I do. That's probably not... That probably won't give up any power that they have here. That's fair. I mean, would any faction give up power that they have somewhere? Yeah, but you're right. He, he, wants, he wants off the planet, and he's willing to risk a court-martial, but, I mean, maybe he would even risk deserting. I don't know. We could always, we could always ask him. I mean, you could ask him. Yeah, why not? So, uh, uh, C- Commander Lancer. Yes, sir. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, we have a little, uh, little small, almost like a shuttlecraft type of type of ship that, uh, if it were to like go missing and uh, you were to happen to be on it, um, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. I would, I would look the other way. Great, great. Who's gonna fly me? Can are you? Can you not fly? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I can't. What? No. Can, can you learn? <laughs> What? No. 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 I mean, cause this, in order for this to really work, it has to be like, it has to look like you're, you're deserting and you're, you're, you're leaving. Tell you what. No, it's fine. I'll just go wherever you go. You're in charge of me now. Oh yes. Yes. Let's do this. Oh man. There's no way this could shoot us in the foot terribly. I mean, we could hit you up to our ship, right? Here's the thing, though, like, I feel like the outlaws, like, there's, like, being an outlaw, but there's also, like, outlaw planets where it's just, like, not terrible living. Yeah, I'm sure we could ship you someplace. Oh, man, him and the Imposition soldier can have a budding romance on our ship. Yeah, but I, I can only see how this is going to backfire horribly when the outlaws have the outlaws have kidnapped the commander of this planet. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to... I can't see that going well. Well, we'll, we'll ship him somewhere, drop him off, and then... um. You'll tell everybody you deserted, right? Huh? I deserted. He, like, takes his little communicator badge off and just throws it in a lake. <laughs> like, I imagine you guys are, like, kind of near a river just because in my head that's what I imagined. And he just, like, chucks it in the river and goes, I'm free! Now I am just Commander Rex Lancer instead of Commander Rex Lancer. Uh, all right, I guess uh, I guess off we go. Oh, uh, guys, guys, I don't feel I don't feel good just leaving him on a planet. I feel like we need to take him with us. Well, 
Welcome aboard, Rex. Great. And then he just falls flat on his face, and that's where we're going to end. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music is from danosounds.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 